0: The 2-2 again. Swing and a chopper to the right side. Rodriguez to his right. He's got it. Throws to first. Ball game over. I don't know how else to put it. This one stinks. Bad call back in New York. And the Rangers fall
1: by the final of 7-6. to six. It is the story dominating Major League Baseball. And unfortunately, we got to talk about it all morning long on the home of the Rangers. And what timing for our guest our other every other wednesday guest the great brett boone host of the brett boone podcast and odyssey original featuring the most notable names in baseball and all around sports every single week what a morning to be on huh man how you
0: doing what did you think of you guys kept you had to keep me up late to to watch the, the finish i'm out here in san diego
1: I know these games are getting oh yeah, sorry you had to stay up till six PM. <laughs> <laughs> South San Diego.
0: Oh, I'm getting old. I go to bed now. <laughs> nine fifteen, nine nine twenty. Uh
1: what did you think of the way that all played out last night?
0: Well, I just you know every year it seems you know, the game is evolving, it's changing, there's new rules. Some you know, I'm usually skeptical with each and every one. Um but I've I've actually been pleasantly surprised with a lot of the changes. I, I I never thought I'd be a pitch clock guy. All of a sudden, I I think it's making the game better. I think it's encouraging stealing bases. Now, when it comes to 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 the rule when they change where you have to you can't take the 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 second baseman out on double play. I scoffed at that because I said that's what enables us as second baseman, and obviously I'm biased to separate ourselves from the good from the great. I don't think you can do that. I think anybody can turn a double play now because there's there's no hindrance. When they changed the rule about the catcher, I knew right away. I'm going. This is going to be confusing because mm-hmm. there's no real clear cut rules. As a catcher, I'm I'm taught one way my whole life, and now all of a sudden you got to give him a lane, but you got to do this, and you got to. There's like A, B, C, D, uh, <laughs> contingents off the main rule, and I watched that last night. And I and I saw it and I thought, well, he he's got a clear lane here, but what does the actual rule in the rule book say? That no player ever has has uh, read Red. by the way, <laughs> right? So yeah. so so it's like I don't know, it's kind of no man's land with this catcher's rule ever since the bus. You know, they call it the Buster Posey rule, but there's been problems here and there, time to time throughout the last. I don't know how long it's been in place now. It's been in place for a while, but I saw that last night and it changed the the, the outcome of a game on that play. It was the farthest thing from clear cut I've ever seen. So I thought it was a bad call and, and the Rangers were on the, on the, on the bad end of it and end up losing the game. And, you know, I think there's also an inconsistency because, you know, the Padres were playing uh, and, and uh, the Giants and, um, it was virtually the same play and they didn't overturn that one like it just there's no right. consistency in replay now right it's almost like you send it to a judge and and he's going to decide on what his eyes saw there's no clear cut okay x y and z happened so this is the this is the call it's like no in my judgment he was up the line or he 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 didn't give him a clear lane but the another independent arbiter could say oh there was definitely a clear lane here so I, I don't know. It's just not cut and dry. It's not you're out, you're safe, it's fair, it's foul. It's, well, I, you know, in my view, I saw, you know, which is, I don't know, it's tough for me. Let's go back to plowing the catcher like it's always been, and uh, we won't have these problems.
1: What was, the, what was the biggest catcher collision you were ever in?
0: I had a good one with Piazza back in the day. Oh, uh, you picked I think the small guy, in, huh? <laughs> I think I was at the, <laughs> I think I was on the Braves at the time. Um and it was a clean shot and it's just i i had it and i took it i think he held on he had to leave the game but he held on to the ball i think I was out he, he never it doesn't matter how big the catcher is in that situation it's you have such an advantage as a as a runner mm-hmm. um he's just vulnerable and especially the good ones that hang in there uh they're they're hanging in there for the, for the longest time and their their job is to catch the ball and tag you and sometimes they really open themselves up and become vulnerable. So Piazza in that situation, when I got him, he he hung in there, and and I got him pretty good. But um, no, I I like the I like that about the game. You know, I I've always I'm a purist, and I always like less less changes more. The the reason baseball is baseball and the the, the game we grew up with and we love is because of the rules that have been in place. Now I understand as life goes on, things have to change. You know, it's 2023; it's not 1975. But those those rules that the, the second base, especially, really it gets to me. It bothers me because we take pride as second basemen. Like I said in the in the opening, really separating ourselves from from average second basemen are the ones that can turn that big double play with that guy barreling down on you with your back to him in the ninth inning uh, to to end the game. And now it seems like I, I can bring any left fielder in and he could turn a double play. So I'm, I'm particularly biased to that, but I like the catcher the way it was, you know, growing up, uh, dad took a lot of pride in that, you know, my father. And uh, I don't know. I just, I, I think it softens the game a little bit. I completely understand the premise behind it from the ownership standpoint. Now today, uh, fiscally, how much money is out there. I understand you want to protect your product, but I don't know. It softens the game a little bit for me. Um, You know, I'm sure you'll have plenty of people screaming on the other side of the ledger for the protection, but uh, I like the game the way it was when it comes to that rule.
1: Former Major Leaguer Brett Boone with us here on Sean and RJ 105 through the fan. You're home for Rangers baseball. Overall in sports, are you for or against replay?
0: You know, I'm for it for uh, that big play at the end of the game, that bang-bang play at first base. Let's say we're in the postseason, and they get it blatantly wrong, and everybody knows it, and the replay shows it was wrong. I don't think... 162 games, and then you're in a big situation and an umpire makes the wrong call and you lose a game and you're bumped from the postseason because of that. So I like the replay for that. I like the replay for is that home run fair or foul? That's a big time decision. But the replays on the tags at second base, at third base, I hate them. I think they're dangerous. I think they're ridiculous. I, I wouldn't know what to do right now if I went to, to an instructional ball type situation and i'm going to teach young players young you know guys let's talk about at the a ball level they're still developing we used to do it we used to go out there and i'd teach them how to tag tag a runner i wouldn't know what to do now because in my day you let the ball get to you you put the tag down you get it out of there and you show it to the umpire basically my tag was applied before the the runner hit second base i'm showing it to you i get out of here you're safe you're out the ball beats you; you're out. Nowadays, you have to physically put the tag on the runner. I think it's I think it's dangerous because the guy's coming in full speed, spikes up. I've got to physically put my glove on those spikes. I think it's a more dangerous game now. And, and I don't know. I just that's another thing around the bag, turning two. We used to be in the vicinity. But that was because we were trying somebody was trying to kill us, so we had to get out of there. <laughs> now you have to physically be on that bag, and you're not going to be able to get away with it. I like the cat and mouse of of getting hit by a pitch. I mean, if I got an O two count and I, it comes close to me, I'm going to pretend like I got hit. Well, you can't do that anymore so so that that part of the game is gone, the posturing uh so no i I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I, I wish they'd keep those the same. But as far as the replays. Yes, I think for the home run for the big play at first base, but the replay on every tag play, stealing second base, going first to third uh, on a base hit that tag at third. No, it, the umpires are good enough. They can know if you got it in there, get it out of there. If the, if the ball beats you, you're out. So I don't like them. Booney, uh, Corey Seager's missed you know 30 games. It, 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 is he still a legit MVP candidate, even uh, though, if I, he I keeps this good. up? I was just thinking about that last night. I'm like, you know, I I was looking, I was going over Corey's numbers. I've always been a big Seager fan. His biggest problem has been staying healthy. Um, But I was looking at his numbers and I'm thinking, wow, he missed a lot of time and he's got 45 RBIs. You know, he's got 10 homers, 40, he's, he's hitting almost 370. without a doubt. He is because it'll catch up. The numbers will catch up. We're not quite halfway or we're right. We're right at the halfway point. Um, He's got a whole another half. Without a doubt, he's an MVP candidate. Without a doubt, he's he's behind the eight ball a little bit because he missed so much time. But his numbers are lining up, you know, still with the guys that are that are in that MVP talk. So, without a doubt, and uh, we'll see what happens in the second half. Like I said, big thing for for, for Seager over the years is is remaining healthy, and hopefully he does.
1: Who do you think on today, June twenty first, twenty twenty three, wins the American League West? <sighs>
0: Um, yeah, so I, I, do I have to say it? Houston Astros. Oh no.
1: Okay. (laughs) That's been nice talking to you, Brett.
0: (laughs) I gotta be honest with you. I love this Ranger team. I love this Ranger team. They've, they've proven they're for real. Uh, offensively there's no questions this is this is a machine offensively uh there's really no weakness you go up and down the obvious you know coming into the year with the Simeon and the seager but now the young you know jung with what he's done duran when he fills in and now he's playing he was playing short now he's getting his advance. garcia has been unbelievable i mean up and down this lineup there's really not a weakness fun team to watch uh, pitching, obviously the DeGrom, you know, we knew coming in, that was 50 50 where you were going to have a healthy DeGrom all year. That, that hasn't panned out for him. I think, I think if DeGrom's in the mix and DeGrom's healthy, I think my answer would be different than it just was. Uh, Evalde is the top of that rotation. He's become a legit number one. Uh, Gray has really surprised me how, how well he's done. I mean, he's been as good as anybody the first half of the season. Uh, Dunning coming out and and doing a great job, I think the pen's okay, uh, but I'll tell you this this Rangers pitching staff a lot better than I thought, and and offensively arguably the best in the game. So I think the Rangers are for real. Rangers are going to the postseason. It's it's been a while for that, but when push comes to shove, <laughs> and I'm just looking at numbers, Houston it, they they pitch so good. The offense has been a little. You know, they haven't been that great this year. They're kind of middle of the pack offensively. They got some star power on the offensive side, but they've kind of been in the middle of the pack. One thing that remains constant with Houston and has for the past, past five, six years is they just pitch. They, they lost Verlander, but they still, they just pitch. They got a power bullpen, arguably the best bullpen in the game. Push comes a shove. I'm going to take Houston, uh, but the, the, the Rangers are going to the postseason. Real quick, are you buying your Cincinnati Reds this this great win streak eleven and two with De La Cruz? It's pretty cool. I mean, this kid adds a adds a s a what call a rock star dynamic to that team, almost a, a Fernando Tatis type of uh, of character. You know, I was looking at him too. His numbers in the minor leagues unbelievable. I mean, you you see that right there, and you see I, this He's got star written all over him. He's twenty one years old. Uh, he's had forty forty eight at bats in the season. He's hitting over three hundred. I think he's played twelve games this year, and and Cincinnati's won I think eleven of them. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty it's a pretty good you know. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. It's just a lot of young players coming together. Um, David Bell, you know, for years is is one of my favorite teammates I've ever had. <laughs> he's he's a strange bird, but but I say that in a good way uh he's a great manager I mean, he's it's just a matter of getting the right the right guys in that clubhouse, you know pulling on the same end of the rope uh I don't know if i'm buying it the 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 reason this kind of came out of nowhere at the same time they're in a pretty darn weak division, so anything could happen there uh, buying or selling i don't know it's not going to surprise me in that division if 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 they come out ahead in the end. At the same time, as far as going deep into the postseason and, and being a, uh, a World Series candidate and winning a World Series, I don't put them in that breath. But, but I don't rule anything out in that division that they're in. It's very but, weak.
1: Thank you so much for staying up late for us. And uh, enjoy <laughs> sunny and, you know, guess the temperature out there right now, Choppy.
0: It's 730 in the morning. I would say it's uh, 64 degrees.
1: 60. go Enjoy 60, Brett. We'll talk to you moving forward. Thank you. You got it, guys. Thank you. The great Brett Boone, host of the Brett Boone Podcast, Odyssey Original. Make sure to follow the Brett Boone Podcast on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.